Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 448, for Saturday, January 20th, 2018. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. More games over the 20,000 mark than last week. Last week it was only 13, this week back up to 18. But again, we'll start at number 20. At number 20, for the second week in a row, is The Rise of Queensdale, by Inca and Marcus Brand, published by Aliyah and Ravensburger, with 18,071, a gain of 1,700, or 11%, just to hold on to the number 20 position. Dropping seven spots to number 19, surely in its last week in the top 20, is Fallout, by Andrew Fisher and Nathan Hayek, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 19,067, Four views short of an even thousand, more than Queensdale, down 3,000, or 14%, from last week. Sliding one spot to number 18 is Mythic Battles Pantheon, by Benoit Vogt, published by Monolith and Mythic Games, with 20,080 views, that is 1,013, more than Fallout, and about 3,000, or 18%, more than it had last week. Dropping four positions to number 17 is The Seventh Continent, by Ludovic Rudy and Bruno Sauté, published by Sirius Pulp, with 21,605, it's about 1,500 more than Pantheon, 592 more than it had last week, a 2.8% increase. Entering the top 20 at number 16 is Rising Sun, by Eric M. Lang, published by Simon and Guillotine Games, with 21,890, or 285, more than the Seventh Continent. After two weeks at number 9, dropping six spots to number 15 is Dinosaur Island, by Jonathan Gilmore and Brian Lewis, published by Pandasaurus Games, with 21,989, that is 99, more than Rising Sun, but off almost 2,500, or 10%, from where it was last week. At number 14 for the second week in a row is Asul, by Mikal Kiesling, published by Plan B Games, with 21,997. Eight views more than Dinosaur Island, and a few more than 2,500, more than it had last week, a 13% increase. And dropping back out of the top 10 after one week, down to number 13, is Twilight Imperium, the fourth edition, by Christian T. Peterson, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 22,660. That is 663 more than Asul, 857 fewer than last week, a 3.6% decline. A very tight bunching, Across those five games, from Twilight Imperium at number 13 to the Seventh Continent at number 17, they are separated by a mere 1,055 views. Entering the top 20 at number 12 is Sorcerer by Peter Schultz, published by White Wizard Games, with 24,526, almost 2,000 more than Twilight Imperium. And also tumbling out of the top 10, down three spots to number 11, is Gaia Project, 
by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games with 28,380. That's a 2,000-view gain. It is almost 4,000 over the number 12 game Sorcerer, and yet still misses the top 10 by less than 500 views. After two weeks at number 6, dropping back four spots to number 10 is Kingdom Death Monster by Adam Boots, published by Kingdom Death, with 28,833, a 524-view increase, or 1.9%, which was just enough to keep it in the top 10. And this is the 63rd week in the top 10 for Monster, putting it at number 6 on the most weeks list, passing Star Trek Attack Wing. Dropping two spots to number 9 is Arkham Horror the Card Game by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 29,529. It's about 700 more than Monster, 1,200 more than last week, a 4.5% increase. And this is its 62nd week in the top 10, putting it up to number 7 for the most weeks list, passing Pandemic Legacy Season 1. And clearly, it is in a tie for number 7 with Star Trek Attack Wing. So if it can stick around uh, one more week, it will move into that spot by itself. At number 8, dropping three spots from last week, is Charterstone by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with 31,165, 1,600 more than Arkham Horror, 4,000 fewer than last week, a 12% decline. This is its 10th week in the top 10, making it the 48th different game to have 10 or more weeks on the countdown. It is edged out this week by our first of three debuts in the top 10. At number 7, it is Nemesis by Adam Kwapinski, published by Awaken Realms and Rebel, with 31,173, eight views more than Charterstone. According to the Kickstarter blurb, this is a semi-cooperative sci-fi horror game where you and other crew members desperately fight to survive and fulfill conflicting objectives. Uh, like many big Kickstarter games, it has miniatures. It looks sort of like Alien, the movie series. Had a $70,000 goal and has raised almost $2 million with still about three weeks to go. Dropping two spots to number six is Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games with 38,497. There's a gap of well over 7,000 views between Terraforming Mars at number six and Nemesis at number seven. That's a gain of 1,200, or 3.3%, for Terraforming Mars. The second of our three debuts is at number 5, Everdell, by James A. Wilson, published by Starling Games, with 39,012, about 500 more than Terraforming Mars. Again, the name is Everdell. I'm not mispronouncing it. It's not Everdale. E-V-E-R. D-E-L-L, -L, like Farmer in the Dell. 
It is, quote, a game of dynamic tableau building and worker placement. It has an animal theme, although in this game they're called critters. It is also a Kickstarter, though not with a bunch of miniatures. Had a $35,000 goal and has raised about a quarter of a million. Losing one position for the second week in a row, from two to three to four, it is Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 41,528, 2,500 more than Everdell, 2,700 fewer than last week, a 6% decline. And also stepping back one spot to number three is Western Legends by Hervé Lemaitre, published by Colossal Games, with 49,277. That's well over 7,000 views more than Scythe, down about 1,800, or 3.5% from last week. Our highest debut is at number two, Hate, by Raphael Guiton, Jean-Baptiste Lulien, or Nicolas Raoult, published by Guillotine Games and Simon, with 55,805. That's 6,000 more than Western Legends. Uh, those designers you may recognize as the designers of Zombicide. This one is a dark post-apocalyptic fantasy miniatures game on Kickstarter for mature audiences, has already raised over $600,000, and is well on its way to raising a bunch more, I would say. On BoardGameGeek currently, it is listed in all capitals, the name of the game, Hate, and uh, it's not the first game to do this wrongly, in my opinion. To my mind, you should put a game all in capital letters, capital letters if it's an acronym, right? Or an abbreviation of some kind, which this is not. Other games they've made this error on are Resistor, U-Boat, the board game, Yokohama, Doom, the board game, Interaction, No More Boredom. There have been several others. Sometimes they correct it, sometimes they don't. Uh, they, so if you see this, hate, on the, it doesn't stand for anything, it's just... Anyway, the number one game for the 13th consecutive week and the 37th time overall is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 134,805. That is almost 80,000. In fact, it is exactly 79,000 more than hate. That's a 13,000 view increase, 11% on where it was last week, taking it to the number six most views in a week ever as it continues to try to fill out every spot on that list. This is Gloomhaven's 61st week on the countdown, moving it into number 9 on the most weeks list, passing Terra Mystica. That 37 weeks is a notable number, because 37 weeks in a row is what Android Netrunner had near the beginning of this podcast, it then went on to chart 20 more times at number one, has a total mark of 57 weeks at the top. Uh, that was a mark I thought would never be approached. Uh, but then I thought that no game would ever accomplish what Pandemic Legacy did in hitting number one. So maybe Gloomhaven will also obliterate Netrunner's 57-week mark. It would be no mean feat. It certainly doesn't look like it's any danger of weakening anytime soon, 
So I think we will squeeze out several more weeks before it starts to perhaps have any danger of being supplanted here at the top. But 37 weeks, that is uh, pretty remarkable. For Saturday, January 20th, 2018.